Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise. Just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey, folks. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, as you can hear, I have currently survived the 2020, uh, I don't know, child. I don't know what's going on. I was sick. I was sick after I recorded last week's episode um, around Tuesday at like 2 p.m. I'm sitting at my laptop, minding my own business, typing away happily like I usually do. And then all of a sudden my body said, hi, we don't feel well. I said, wait, we don't? And they're like, yeah, we don't. And then it proceeded to shut down every single lever in my brain that could potentially be productive. And then Wednesday, I was so sick. I came home. I tried to get out of bed. I tried to take a hot shower. I tried to have a productive day. Was not happening. I ended up spending hours, at least 12 of them, sitting on my couch, staring out the window, trying not to move because my joints hurt so bad. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't come on the show to hear all that. Long and the short, I am much better. I am at least 90%. My voice doesn't sound like it. I'm at 90%. Um, way better than I was. Uh, but yeah, (laughs) there's a lot to talk about. There is a whole lot to talk about. And so without further ado, let's dive into some church announcements. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here. Say amen again. And say amen one more time. If you really like the show, we glad that y'all here today and these will be your church announcements. All right, let's dive into some church announcements. So I don't know if you guys have heard just yet. I, know, I feel like I'm late to this train, but Diva Curl, what's going on? All right, so being in the 4C community and, you know, not having a bajillion dollars to spend on hair products, I got to I got to say that my exposure to Diva Curl has been drastically reduced to nil. Like I've received products um, in the mail from Diva Curl and, you know, they're supposed to be the 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 go to for naturals. But, you know, the naturals that they put on TV, like not us four C's, um, the loose curls, like when they say, oh, I'm wearing my hair natural. And then, you know, it's just very, very curly. Meanwhile, us over here, we're breaking combs. It's still curly. It still counts, but whatever. What I wouldn't say is that I want these things to happen to people. These things being that Diva Curl is currently under a class action lawsuit. Like that's a thing. Uh, Pretty much because their products are causing women to women's hair to to lose their luster, lose its color, um, lose its natural curl pattern, its shape in some places, in some cases to fall completely out of their head. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is happening? So let me let's backtrack. Last summer, um, 
a a LA hairstylist uh, who goes by the name of the Curl Ninja, she started noticing different things with her clients. She started noticing, and she also is a curly girl. Um, she started noticing different things for her clients that would be using um, Diva Curl, and she was re- recommending Diva Curl. Diva Curl had been the best for years, had been the absolute best products curly girls could use for their hair. Long and the short, she started noticing noticing a degrade in their hair. Um, she thought it was because one of her clients had been pulling her hair up too much. Maybe it was too much tension. Maybe one had been moisturizing too much. So she recommended that she stop moisturizing so much. Long and the short, she noticed the same thing in her own hair. And she said, no, 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 this is a problem. So then she she stopped using certain products. And she noticed, you know, some improvement and yet so then she started talking to people about the products that she was using and then those people started talking to each other and then you know um suddenly not suddenly but youtube is now currently flooded with videos of people talking about diva curl now like i said diva curl has been the number one product hair product for curly girls like Women who have curls, all of the threes, you know, and all of the threes, um, some of the fours, like Diva Curl, right? So to suddenly, you know, six months ago, look up and see like, oh, snap, like what's going on with these products that used to work, that used to be the most amazing. It's not that they just don't work anymore. It's that they're now destroying people's hair. Then um, a a small but mighty force of in, not Instagrammers, geez, well some Instagrammers, but influencers start coming out with their videos. I just watched Aisha Malik's video, um, and she had some of the most beautiful curly hair, and to see her hair, you know, at like now it's it's finally getting back to where it was, but even she says it's nowhere near where it used to be. And how her curl pattern, it went from this ringlet, she could count the ringlets in her own hair, to this frizzy, you know, it, it, it frizzy light brown color that wasn't even her original color. And, you know, she's known for her hair, you know, she's known for her hair tutorials, she's known for her hair, you know, experience. And, you know, a lot of these influencers they make money off of their hair so their hair is very important the health and the wellness of their hair is very important (coughs) excuse me unlike you know a bunch of other influencers Aisha she had been using these products religiously and only she had only been using diva curl products um over the past few years and so you can imagine that she was almost like a science experiment to see like hey there's something different happening here you know, so the Curl Ninja, she has been like really pushing this, um, not this narrative because it's not a story. Um, you know, all the things that people are alleging are true. She started a Facebook group and it's over 15,000 people strong now, um, all with a lot of the same problems. Some people are reporting burns. Some people are reporting, you know, things as, you know, like more minute things, like more, more, uh, less recognizable signs. And then some people are saying that nothing is happening at all. So people are wondering if it was 
actually diva curl like their actual products or if it was the containment if it was you know the change in the way that it shipped did somebody forget to turn on the cooling system or did someone forget to manage the shipment well no one really knows (coughs) excuse me but what's for certain that people do know is that this is not being handled well this is not being handled well at all you know um the curly curly ninja she said um from a call that she had had with diva curl that these people you know they just kept saying oh our concern is the curly girl oh our concern is the curly girl she's like all right so what are you doing to fix this problem like anything short of a recall of these products to find out what's going on is is not sufficient and you know their response was, you know, we've tested the products in our facility and uh, the products in our facility. They work great. They look great. They feel great. They, they're amazing. We're, we're all set. Problem is that the products, it's not the products in the facility that are the problem. Like, of course, they're going to be great in your facility. It's pristine. It's clean. It's, it's a scientific environment. You know, of course, they're going to be great there. Get some of these products that are on people's shelves. Get some of these products that are in people's bathrooms. Get some of these products that are sitting in the shelves of beauty supply stores. Grab some of those. Test those. Like if you want a real conclusive answer, I, I, I don't know. And I guess they feel like they're big enough to where, you know, they can hide behind the bigness of their name and their past glory. But, you know brands that do this you know unfortunate things happen it happens you know it happens in business yes it'll cost millions of dollars to fix it's going to cost even more to ignore it's going to cost them their company to ignore because suddenly people don't trust you to take care of their hair and that's all this brand is is hair care so I mean, best of luck. That's just a mess. Just a mess. Um, American Dirt. So, Flatiron Books um, hailed this book that they were publishing, American Dirt, as this uh, page turner that people could wouldn't be able to put down. It was. It made its way to Oprah's book club. It is. It hit the wall not the wall street whitney the new york times bestseller list um selling 50,000 copies its first week and it's it was hailed it was written by this white lady and her husband is an immigrant and it it's supposed to chronicle the story of mexican families and mexican immigrants immigration all that stuff like that right come to find out that this story is actually not good. Like the story itself is 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 riddled with stereotypes, with racism, with 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 in some cases cultural appropriation. Um, come to find out that the, the the author of the book, her husband, he while yes he is an immigrant, he's an Irish immigrant, and that's completely different. Like of course it is. Um, Flatiron Books has to do a lot of uh, a lot of back 
pedaling and you know trying to fix it there was this open letter written to oprah from over a hundred different authors and, and and writers to say hey pull this book from your your list because sis this ain't it this is not this is not it you don't want to do this to which she replied you know she has been listening to people um i don't know what's going on in the oprah camp um but like if I was advising her, um, which I don't know if I could even give her advice. She's Oprah. Oh my God. But if I was in a position to advise her, I'd be like, yeah, pull the book. Pull the book. There's so many offended people. Like, pull the book. And it's not like the typical offense um, where people are nitpicking. Like, this is people's culture. And this this white woman kind of came along and just thought that she sh- she should be the voice of these people. Um and all she did was fill pages with stereotypes and cultural appropriation. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, don't y'all, don't y'all get tired of doing stuff and then apologizing for it? Like, what, what in the audacity would make someone think, hmm, let me go ahead and write this book about immigration from Mexico with about Mexican culture of which I do not belong and which is proven through this book and these pages that I know nothing about. Also, it says a lot about spin. It says a lot about how, how media outlets spin stories and spin, you know, releases and stuff like that. Like this book was supposed to be the bell of the ball this year. This book was supposed to be it. it was supposed to flirt with the idea of of movies and potential continuations and all this other stuff. Now, nobody even wants to get near this book. They had to cancel the rest of the book tour, um, which was interesting in and of itself because you know what the book what what the book people say is that oh no you know it was dangerous for our safety to continue. Um, with the book tour. And so we had to cancel it after five days when in truth, a bunch of people who had been offended by this book were going to show up and make you feel really uncomfortable with some of their questions. That's why you canceled it. It's That's not you being in danger. That's called accountability. So American dirt is dirt. Um, Maybe instead, like, that, and this also proves a point that we've been making throughout this show, the history of this show, guys, that having inclusion, not just diversity, having inclusion at your companies will save your ass. Think about it. Had they had someone of color, anyone of color in a position of power to say, hmm, we shouldn't publish this book. This book is full of stereotypes. Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't have this book party where we try to replicate the book jacket, um, the cover art of this book, which is a Mexican wall with barbed wire and use that as our centerpieces. Maybe we shouldn't do that because the idea of that, while people are, are, are drinking champagne, well, white people, rich white people are drinking champagne and, and, and talking about golf in private school, maybe that won't look really good maybe that's not a really good look on our part you know things like that 
this is why inclusion and I say inclusion and not diversity because you can have a diverse company, but a really, really crappy board. Like, what are you doing? Diversity is only going to get you so far. Diversity says I have 100 crayons. Inclusion says I color with 100 crayons. You see what I'm saying? Very, very different. All right. Let's talk about this. What's going on with Gail King, y'all? Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I've only seen clips of her interview with Lisa Leslie, the the legend Lisa Leslie. So both of them are legends. Gail King is a is a legend. Lisa Leslie, less legend. And you know, when you have two legends in the room, you would think that there was something legendary that they'd be talking about. And somehow these two women of color, these two black women, end up on the conversation of Kobe. Now, I already told you guys how I feel about Kobe last week. I already told you I don't know him. I did not watch enough basketball. Um, I knew he was a hometown hero. I know living here in Philly, people loved him. And, you know, there was much respect. It felt like, you know, the hometown kid had made it. Excuse me, let me take a sip. It felt like the hometown kid had made it. And so listening to... You know, all of the all the outcry and the sadness once he had passed, um, which is so heartbreaking. Um, Like I said, I didn't know the guy. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sad that he passed. I'm sad that all of the families aboard that helicopter passed. I'm sad in the way that it was reported. I'm sad that people didn't really have the chance to grieve because in our overly saturated uh, now culture, where we demand people perform their grief for us, that we don't let people like Shaq, people like LeBron, people like Vanessa, we don't let those people just grieve without at least first giving us an Instagram post so we can attach our grief to theirs, like as if we're owed any response from any of these people. We're not owed anything. They can make that they can make those funerals private for all we know or even deserve doesn't matter it does not matter we're not owed anything guys um anyway so topic comes up between gail and leslie lisa leslie and you can see lisa becoming uncomfortable because gail starts to bring up kobe's uh kobe's the the rape allegations against kobe right and mind you this man is dead this man has died This man is dead, dead in the ground, right? This is not like a Bill Cosby who has been walking around and doing these things for years and years and years and years and years, right? This is also an allegation, and and I'm not going to, I want you to hear me. I am on the side of the victim. I am always on the side of the victim. That being said, who is the victim here? You know, because I got to be honest, being a black woman who knows anything about any culture when a white woman accuses a black man of 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 sexual assault or or rape or some type of 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 violence in that manner part of me wants to believe her but then part of me remembers Emmett Till and part of me remembers Rosewood and part of me remembers the Tulsa race riots so 
you gotta, you gotta, we, we gotta, we have to, we have to think that way because there's been so many people who have lied, basically. So many people, I mean, it's Black History Month, we might as well talk about it. So many people, so many white women have lied against black men, which have resulted in catastrophic violence. I mean, Emmett Till was beaten beyond recognition, you know, and Rosewood, like they torched that town. The Tulsa race riots, hundreds of people had died, hundreds. They won't say exactly how many, probably because couldn't recover all the bodies. Hmm. All manner of stuff. They torched that town. They destroyed that place. People descended from all over <coughs> because a white woman said that she was sexually assaulted by a black man. Well, what did the women and the children have to do with this? <laughs> what did the town have to do with this? Anyway, so I want to say that I believe her, but I also want to say watching this with a critical eye. Anyway, whatever the charges, charges have been dropped, charges long gone right so is this man this man has passed away he has not even been placed in the ground as far as i'm concerned or uh, as far as i know rather long and the short uh gail is like pushing 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 lisa to make like a statement and lisa you know she handles it very well she handles the pressure very very well but you could see that she's pain she's like yo this man is gone like what 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 is this gonna accomplish and yes, we have to sort out our our complicated views of of our heroes. You know, there is no clean hero. We have no there's no such thing because there's no clean human. Like we're all problematic. I say it all the time. We're all problematic. We've all hurt somebody. We've all caused somebody grief. There is no one that is leaving this earth without doing damage to one another. It's just human nature. Um and especially our heroes, especially the people who are in the spotlight, like that's us. That's who we are. And we have to deal with that. But it's it. It was frustrating to watch. And I got to be honest, I was uncomfortable and I was kind of pissed off at Gail. I'm like, Gail, why? Like, why would you even do we have to do this? Is this necessary? I'll tell you what's unnecessary. Death threats. Snoop. You are gang affiliated and you are an, you are an older man who should be wiser, who usually says wise, smart, intelligent things. Calling, first of all, calling names, what are we, 12? Like calling names is ridiculous. And then calling for violence against an interviewer. Where do we live? Where do we live? And are we, are, does that make us any better than like, you know, the MAGA people who like, you know, want violence against their, their interviewers? And why are, why are you as a black man attacking this black woman? Like, is this something that you couldn't like email her or like f figure out what you want to say before you say it and get on camera? Like what, what, what are we talking about here? And then all these other men who feel really entitled to their hatred of black women, they start chiming in too. Like, what are we talking about here, guys? What are we doing here, guys? It's really frustrating to listen to. And so now you have a whole brand new conversation coming up. How do we treat black women in this country? 
how do black men treat black women in this country? Because I saw a bunch of people, instead of jumping down Gail's throat and saying, you know what, Gail, this was a little, this was a lot. This was a lot. We're still in grief. Like, we're still processing how we feel about the death of this person. And right now, this conversation feels wildly inappropriate and very uncomfortable. And, you know, maybe maybe it, it would be better served at a different time in a different, you know, venue. <clears throat> and we could process, let, let us process what we feel. Instead of saying that and being mature and holding people accountable um, because that it was bad. It was bad. Instead of saying that. People now she needs an armed escort everywhere she goes because now she's receiving threats. And for a celebrity such as a Snoop, who, like I said, is also gang affiliated, calling for violence is nothing when you're when you have all these. There's people who are mentally unhinged mentally unhinged that follow you and listen to you and and believe in you and would gladly gladly catch a charge because of something you said which would be nothing to you but would be everything to gail if she's harmed like what are we doing here i'm actually not in the headspace to actually talk about how how disappointed i am about the response, like the, not even the response, the reaction, because this, this is all reactionary. Like instead of being grown and everybody saying, you know what, we still we still feel away, like we're still really uncomfortable, we're still really sad. Let us process this, Gail. Like, can you not? Like this is not a good interview. Like we kind of wish you hadn't done this. Um, instead of just saying, hey, we're still hurting. reverting to violence resorting to violence like what are we saying here and so i like we can't even properly process what happened with gail and leslie because now we're talking about men who feel completely compelled and comfortable calling for violence and against their own women nonetheless like this looks because of an interview because of an interview you know, not because there was violence, like not because it was self-defense, but because someone asked some questions. Violence because someone asked questions. Am I, is someone going to call against violence against me because I'm asking questions? Can we not handle questions in this country anymore? It leaves a lot to think about. So, yeah, that's the show for the day. Um, I promise I'll have a full, full show for you guys in 2020. <clears throat> like I said, <clears throat> your girl's been sick. Um, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in, though. Um, I would love to hear your opinions on all of the things we talked about. Um, thank you guys so much for your likes, your shares, your subscribes. Thank you for reaching out. Remember that you can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at The Reclaimed. You can also connect with me on uh, through email at the reclaimed blog. Um, and let's talk. What do you guys think about this stuff? Like, am I off base? Are we off base? Um, is there more to it? I think next week I really, well, let me not say that because you never know. (laughs) You never know. Things change every week where, you know, we have a perfectly peaceful week and all of a sudden, boom, Sunday night, something crazy happens. So instead of saying what I think we'll talk about, 
I'll just say everyone have a fantastic week and thank you so much for joining me. Um, and as always, peace, y'all. Thank you.